Hey everyone, Clinton Will here with Ambush Week 34. Uh, as always, uh, Will's with me. Will, how are you going this week? I'm doing very well, thanks Clint. That's awesome. Okay, um, so one thing I've noticed is that we always say 15 minutes and we end up going to about 30 minutes. Uh, so I think we are going to start calling this the 15 to 30 minute-ish podcast. What do you think? Yeah, just the roundabout podcast just the, the we've got some time podcast the we've got some time podcast that sounds perfect to me yeah. all right let's um let's jump straight into it though um destiny news this week uh ffg dropped the uh news article way of the light with the uh quarter three or season three whatever they call it now um 2018 organized play uh, kit uh in this kit we have got a full art way of the light a full art dark saber and the three damage resource tokens uh initial thoughts on the kit will um i think it looks really good i think the way of the light art is the real standout piece um the dark saber full art is just like a full art version of what you have on the card so i was sort of like initially excited and then i was like oh but i guess it's just just kind of looks like the original card um and the damage tokens are you know everyone collects those at some point right i think they look good they're much easier to read than the regionals ones yeah those regionals ones are really really bad <laughs> yeah maddie and i collected like two full sets between us and like wow. even some more and it's just like <laughs> we use them and we apologize because they are so hard to read <laughs> Um, I actually haven't collected any damage tokens um, this year, or the those. I really like those green shields, but um, I haven't gotten around to actually. Every time I think I've managed to get out to a store, um, the seasonal kits haven't been in, or something like that. And then I think the one that I did attend, um, I think I just did really, really bad. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. They're so. I think they're so. Um, common now they're easy to pick up off ebay for super cheap like you can pick the full kits off ebay for like 30 bucks yeah so it's not too bad um yeah i have to agree um way of the light that old art looks awesome um and that full art dark saber makes me want to try and play dark saber in a deck just to go hey i've got this awesome full art dark saber card yeah, I've been playing the promo holdouts and the promo quick draws in my Cassian Yoda, and like, you just feel super boss, right? You've got your, your spicy, spicy full art promos or alternate mm. art promos, and you're like, yeah. oh, play my promo holdout. Yeah, yeah. It just feels cool. Yeah, it does. I have to admit, my favorite, like, um, I think the promos went downhill a little bit, because um, we had, obviously, in last season, Last year we had um, like that Electroshock alt art, which was awesome. The Guard alt art, which was um, awesome. The Best Defense, which was good as well. Yeah, that was from the uh, Store Champs yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, but the Django Fett was also really cool as well. Mm. The Django um, Fett and the Finn. Yeah, but no one plays Finn. Yeah, that was disappointing, <laughs> but it's a great it's a great artwork. It was a great it was a great old art, um, and I think at that at that time, like I th and like a lot of people, they were probably just going to try and get the tokens over the over the exclusive old yeah, arts. Yeah, for sure. But um, 
man, that way of the light card is pretty cool, and I will be purposely slotting at least that into any of my decks as a one of, <laughs> just yeah. because it's a cool card, and it's super. It's it's actually a really good card. Like uh, we were talking before the show, like what this card hits, and it hits a good like two well, thirds of cards. Yeah, and it big hits damage hits of dice cards. Yeah, <laughs> like um planetary bombardment all those big supports that um people are playing in snoke thrawn decks or just villain decks in general like one 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 buck i'm going to remove your seven indirect planetary bombardment die yeah and even against um even against melee decks or like more sort of more uh prolific decks like yeah just melee or guns decks like removes holdouts removes ancients removes uh, Relbys, or uh, sorry, the LL30 blaster pistol and stuff like that. Um, Shotos, if I didn't say Shotos before, mm. like it removes almost everything. Get rid of that dagger of Mortis, yeah. so you save yourself a shield, and yeah, it's actually it's actually a pretty good card at the moment. It's probably not super good with all the hero mill floating around. Yeah, because um, the so- most important dice in that deck are the pod racer dice, which is a hero dice, and the Yoda mm. dice, which is a yeah. hero dice. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that was that was my initial thoughts. Your initial thoughts. Mm. Overall, think, we think it's two thumbs up. Yeah, I think the there has been a little bit of complaining about prize support from the community, um, and I think while obviously this is just like it's just another quarterly kit, it's not going to make any big changes. Um, something we keep a little bit of tabs on at Bondi is the fact that probably 99% of the promos so far have been from um, just from Awakenings. Mm. Um, so there's been heaps and heaps of promos from Awakenings. Obviously, Guard is from um, Spirit of Rebellion, I think. Yeah, and I think it is. Then there was a few character promos like the Ahsoka that recently came out, but this is like an entire kit that doesn't have an awakenings promo in it so yeah that that like as cool as the force speed alt art is oh yeah force speeds spirit as well um it's such and the ahsoka store champs first and second place as awesome as they are they should have done that last year <laughs> like yeah or, definitely like uh, what was it last year it was the phasma wasn't it yeah and, and f- to be fair phasma turned out to be a quite stable yeah. character for a long time but yeah 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 even up until regional season wasn't it like it was still being played at regional i think i faced two of them at the regionals last year when yeah, i was playing I played, qui-gon kanan i played the same guy twice um playing phasma he was mm. quite quite strong and it's just yeah it's one of those decks that just sort of had the staying power right it's a shame that can't that deck can't come back like I would have thought that with the new Super Commandos and with a Battle Droid, that deck would have gotten a bit of a power boost. But Ooh, Maybe it does. I, th- I think I've been reading somewhere and people have been trying to make it work and it just makes people sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think good. just Guardian is a little bit less relevant at the moment. Yeah, maybe. It, mm. it screwed me in some training games last night. Uh, I was playing the Plo Padawans deck, and I took my own battlefield, but then I was playing against Rex, and... Yeah, right. 
Yeah, three wide wrecks list, just removing all my base sides. Yeah, right. Frustrating. <laughs> but yeah, let's move on. I think. Yeah, let's yeah let's move on. Anyway, this is what happens. We get distracted and we get stuck. All right. So, um, you got in touch with the winner of the Greenlight Comics uh, store champ winner from Adelaide, um, and we've got his deck list here. Uh, Christian, I believe his name was, and he was running a three-wide uh, villain support deck with Elite Snoke, Rebel Trader, and Firmus Piet. So uh, did you have any thoughts on that deck, how you wanted to break it down? Yeah, well, shout out to Christian for giving me a really good sort of impromptu interview yesterday just over Facebook while I was at work and he was at uni. Um real top guy just sort of sent me his thoughts over the day as I probed him with aggressively difficult questions um but I thought it was you know I thought it was a pretty good list um some we'll post it with the show I guess um I thought you know it's got the sort of four upgrade suite of chance cube and force illusion which I think is you know pretty pretty standard a lot of people run that the chance cubes there for obvious ramp and then also uh, the mill protection and then he's got a 12 upgrade or a 12 support suite which interestingly didn't include um, tech team uh, which I thought would be sort of like a just like a must-have but I guess this deck has so much ramp without tech team that you don't really need it uh, and then a whole lot of removal <laughs> a whole lot of removal yeah I'm just looking through this. Okay, so his ramp pieces are friends in high places and delve. And uh, the snoke ability. And the snoke ability. So, yeah, so you've got... And then, you know, if you get a round one chance cube, you're more than likely to hit that um, focus, focus on snoke. On snoke. Yeah. Um, to auto-focus that to three. Um, yeah. Okay, so... Like his round one setup, he'd probably most likely be looking for chance cube. He'd be possibly looking for a delve. Yeah, I think delve is one of those sort of enablers that if you can play it turn one to play mm. a bombardment for free, then that's mm. pretty good. Yeah. Um, obviously, bombardment gets better as the game goes on, but just having that dice from turn one is fantastic as well. Hmm. And then even if he can focus a chance cube to a three, Snoke another three off Firmus or Rebel Trader, and then you've got the Weapons Factory Alpha, you can... What's Planetary Bombardment? Seven cost? Yep, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so you can get that. You can drop that Planetary Bombardment round one. I would probably say fairly consistent, consistently. Yeah. And you can probably play another vehicle as well. Like you can yeah. probably play a um, an arc or an archangel as well, or a fake mm. fighter. Yeah. So one thing I did want to take apart in this list was the tips we got from the list last week, the Rose Jetta Partisan list. Mm -hmm. Is some of these vehicles could maybe obviously he's got the one of droid tank, which I didn't actually ask whether that was um, sort of an intentional one of to avoid the flames of the past, which it probably is. Uh, or if it was just a one-of to, like, you know, accommodate for his collection or something. Um, but I think 
if Flames of the Past didn't exist, I would be questioning why he didn't run two, right? But with Flames of the Past existing, I'm thinking that he's got blue in there. He could run the Dooku Solar Sailor instead of one of the Archangels or one of the Fang Fighters and just have a little bit more protection against that Flames of the Past. At the moment, like looking at this list, you could be right about Flames of the Past, but like if if you are i would actually almost be dropping to one pirate speeder tank and one planetary bombardment and swapping those out with some just lower cost uh some other lower cost supports or maybe a couple of upgrades because that flames of the past will just ruin your day if he can get rid of a planetary bombardment for two or a pirate yeah. speeder tank for two i think the benefit of running two of the bigger supports would be that this deck has the potential to get them out on turn one and if you can like you've got to assume that your opponent's really only running one flames of the past so if they find it in their opening hand and they mill your other one in your opening hand then maybe you're screwed but even if you get two resolves off of the dice you get the round one resolve and maybe the round two resolve that's that's paid mm. for itself right yeah. like you've you've I think you've still got to keep the two of the bigger vehicles just so that you can um, just have the threat of dropping them round one like in mm. most of your games, you know? And I guess it depends how prevalent they think um, Mill's going to be. Past is. Yeah. Uh, like Mill is going to be. Like I actually thought when you told me that you had this list, I thought I read somewhere Mill had won the Adelaide um, Greenlight Comics Store Champs. Um, maybe it came second maybe i misread it and it came second but um like this is a deck that definitely packs a punch um and like it's it's gonna be it's one of those decks that's like beat me by round four decks that's like beat me by round four or you lose before i can resolve all of these dice yeah yeah um it's it's quite interesting and maybe we'll just take a slight tangent and i haven't prepped you for this or anything but um like looking at snoke and how much of an, an enabler he is and then people are crying out well they're not crying out but they're saying that the fix for the three wide mill deck is to bump yoda uh by a point do you think that's that's super relevant like i'm i'm kind of of the opinion that if they bump yoda they have to bump snoke because if they if they bump yoda everyone's just going to start playing snoke and then snoke's just going to be the degenerate deck of the for the rest of the meta definitely um that's definitely something to consider i think the meta at the moment is kind of sort of the the waters are muddied so to speak by the prevalence of mill and the fact that um look i've i've read probably five or six store champs winning lists that weren't the mill and all of them said oh my worst matchup was mill mm. and i'm like well you won a store champ mm. um your worst matchup was mill and this is the meta where everyone's playing mill like mm. i would say at the moment if you look like if you took mill out of the meta that would be the only way to see where these decks all sit mm. in terms of each other like we don't know if plo padawans beats snoke vehicles every time because mm. 
both of them just get chumped by Mill, and that's mm. what we're all concerned by. Yeah. So maybe everything's really balanced if that Mill deck just gets bumped. Um, but then I would be concerned that decks like, you know, Qui-Gon Yoda don't work, or Cassian Yoda struggles a bit more with the less resources at the start. Like, those damage decks uh, that involve Yoda would be sort of unnecessarily hit. Yeah. But it does seem really strong, the Mill. It does, but I feel like there is another way to fix it than like I think balancing Yoda is gonna be is gonna cause more problems than solve. Yeah, yeah. I think all in all, Yoda's not the worst. Um and he's definitely play aroundable as well. Like you he's beatable. Well, with with Snoke in the meta like before Snoke appeared, I could go, okay, I can understand why people have a problem with Yoda. But now as soon as Snoke was released, it's kind of like, well, if you've got a problem with Yoda, you've got to have a problem problem with with Snoke. Snoke. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think, uh, the fact that sort of both of these decks arose at the same time, like Mm. the three wide Snoke decks, this or the Afro battle droid or the like other versions of it, like three wide Snoke and three wide Yoda, these are interesting decks that Destiny hasn't really seen before. Like where your main character, like for example, what we were talking about um, just before, the Phasma Guavian Trooper deck is a three wide deck where your main character is a heavy hitter, right? Whereas uh, Yoda and Snoke three wide lists are, um, they are like a main character deck where your main character is oh, just a wet noodle by themselves, you know? Mm. Like, Mm. so I think they're a much more interesting style of deck and I'm Mm. glad that they've come up, um, sort of together. Okay. Well, congratulations, uh, Christian on your store champ win, uh, down at Greenlight Comics in Adelaide. Um, and if anyone's in Australia is listening to this, please let us know if you have won a store champs or if you've got one coming up this weekend, uh, so we can have a look at the winning deck list and, uh, have a chat about that on, uh, next week's. Uh, episode uh any final thoughts on uh that store champ well i heard that christian lost one game in swiss to mill and (laughs) apparently after that he went you know undefeated through i think he lost one game in one of the final series okay um like a one 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 situation where it sort of went with the battlefield um but he managed to get up on one of those battlefield wins or like battlefield roll losses sort of thing so yeah Yeah, right great job by christians fantastic list um my final thought would be maybe to include more one cost removal because Mm -hmm. you have all that ramp yeah but i guess like if your ramp doesn't go off you want to be spending all your money on those vehicles so yeah Mm -hmm. um shout out to uh the tie fighters and lippus is the name of their training group okay cool good on them Awesome. All right. Uh, let's move on to uh, one of our local store champs, which is happening on Saturday at uh, Good Games Bondi Junction. Uh, shout out to uh, the team there. Um, so I don't think I'm going to be able to make the store champs this weekend due to um, prior commitments. Uh, if it rains, I might be able to make it because the activities that are planned are outdoors. <laughs> so um, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, you were at your local night at Bondi Junction Good Games on Tuesday night. What was the field looking like, Will? Um, I think 
for the past few weeks, most people have sort of settled on a deck list that they want to bring, and they've been sort of playing it, like, refining it, testing it. Um, and I think, yeah, for most people, uh, they're, they're pretty prepared. I think there's only a few people that are sitting around sort of still unsure, myself included. <laughs> um, you know, if you have a favorite deck, but you know it just, like, won't hold up against mill do you take it in the mill meta sort of thing but um yeah it looks it looks really interesting and it looks really broad so you were um you're a massive advocate for cassian yoda um big fan been playing it for weeks (laughs) why would you not bring that this weekend it loses to mill um almost every time um and yeah it's a mill heavy meta and i think you know obviously some people are going to play mill so uh but i am going to bring it i think i think i'm going to play yoda cassian because at the end of the day i can't see myself having a good time if i take um if i take the mill list i don't see myself having a good time if i take any other deck really so Mm -hmm. It's my home store champ. I won it last year, so I've got sort of supremely little to prove. Um, <laughs> well, you've got to I'm defend just, your honor now. Yeah, I guess, but <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> I'm just going to let my honor be taken away by dirty mill players now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I'm just going to play that deck, play for fun, um, and try and win some games with like 33 minutes left on the clock. Um, yeah <laughs> so it's capped at 32 players isn't it um how oh, many goodness. how how many people are we expecting this weekend well it's capped at 32 there's been some confusion around the cap but i think you know hopefully we'll get like 20 people yep um and if we get 20 people and we have you know a good six rounds of swiss or five rounds of swiss and i'll be happy i think that'll be a great day for everyone um some of the decks that i've seen coming up will be like luke ray i think there's a plo padawans that'll almost definitely be there mm-hmm. um a dj phasma rather than a dj talzin which i think is a really nice list um yeah i think it'll be a good day i mm. think mill will probably win it but everyone else will have a really good time too you know you could always take mill and we'll just nickname you like mill will yeah, I'm just, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, I, I do, I, for the your record. Your community uh, appreciates that. Yeah. For the record, I always encourage people to play the best deck. Like, we talked about it last mm. week. Um, like, you should always just play the best deck. And mm. if, like, you know, if people are like, oh, why are you just playing the best deck? That's, mm. that's lame, bro. You should just be like, oh, I just want to win. Like, oh, that's why mm. I'm here. I play for fun every week. This is my time to shine. I'm going to try. Yeah, yeah. But that being said, the the reason I'm not playing it is because I've decided that even if I play it and I win, I just won't enjoy the win, right? Yeah. Like, and it's, and it's been really hard to talk myself out of, like, because I am so competitive, it's been really hard to talk myself out of mm. playing what I consider to be, like, hands down the best deck. Mm. But, you know, I got there in the end. Um, and so I'm just going to play my fun damage deck and, you know, take, take the, the rain with the sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, um, I, I, the thing that just puts me off mill and it being so popular, even though it might be the best deck is just that mirror match. And I think the mirror match, you know, it comes down to a 35 minute game of chess. Yeah. Or like a 
10 minute game of chess that's true but i think a lot of people are clued on to how to beat mill now and i think that's why we're seeing a lot of store champs uh where mill isn't winning like it's still making the top cut but it's not winning like a lot of people have clued on to take out anakin as fast as possible then move on to cassian so you can just kill those um second chances so you can easy second chances stuff. and all the all the spot yellow stuff and then you can deal with yoda afterwards yeah nothing feels worse than in like your last hand of the game or something you roll out and you hit those big damage sides on your main character or whatever and then they just get like easy picked mm, exactly like, oh this was my last round and i just lost like yeah. most of my damage yeah all yeah. right well Good luck to everyone at uh, the Bondi uh, Store Champs this weekend. Uh, we've got a few minutes left. Um, one topic I wanted to talk about, um, and this is just because this is something that I've experienced over the last week, is uh, game burnout. So I actually haven't touched Destiny. If I look at my Steam, uh, I haven't touched Destiny in about 10 days. So I haven't played any games haven't logged on haven't looked at like any new deck lists or modifying any decks that i've been working on because after the last store champs um i just felt totally burnt out from all my testing um all my like prepping for the first two store champs and knowing that i not probably not going to make this weekend and the next one that i'm going to be able to make is at good games epping in about two weeks time i just haven't I've just suffered from a lot of mental fatigue of playing this game. Um, and I've actually found myself rebooting up um, Pokemon TCG online and just like having a mental break from Destiny and just playing some Pokemon, <laughs> which sounds weird, but... Um, sounds fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's actually been super, super refreshing. Um, and yesterday I actually started looking at some decks again for destiny because I felt like, um, I'd taken enough of a break, um, to be able to start the thought process of, uh, trying to combat the meta again. Um, so I just thought we could briefly touch on game burnout and what's a healthy way to deal with, um, uh, a, a game that we play so passionately and competitively, but also the importance of taking a step back and um, c- can't think of the words I'm looking for. Taking a step back and just taking a breather, yeah, and recharging the batteries. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, uh, Clint, this is we've talked about it before the show, obviously, but this is so much, uh, so much my area. Um, obviously, like. I play a ton of games, um, you know, having that sort of, uh, sort of big role in the community and trying to be that community organizer for, uh, our own little community at Bondi. Um, I have to play sort of every week and I say I have to, I don't play every week. I won't be playing next Tuesday, for example, I'll be looking after Maddie after she gets her wisdom teeth out, but uh, like gross. I play, I play <laughs> almost terrible. every week and I've played almost every week for the better part of two years um before i played destiny i actually played a different game called destiny and other first person shooters and i played yep. heaps of first person shooters i played upwards of sort of two hours a day every day for once again almost two years um 
didn't get very good. <laughs> got got yep. okay. But the the thing is, um, and then now nowadays I work in you know community services, um, community mental health and stuff like that. So, yep. um, working in a stressful environment as well. Um, this is something I have a lot of sort of passion about is self care and sort of reducing stress and burnout. Um, sound like I'm giving a talk at my work, <laughs> but um. The main things that I think about um, are sort of taking breaks at the right time. Yep. Not sugarcoating bad experiences mm-hmm. and playing for. There's something I like hate seeing written down, but you know you have to say it is like playing for the right reasons. Yeah. So the first part of that is taking breaks. Um, this year when Monster Hunter World came out. I took like a six week hiatus from building decks, looking at Star Wars Destiny DB. Um, I missed a few Tuesdays. I didn't like, I still went on most of them and just played the same deck every week. Um, but I just played heaps and heaps of Monster Hunter and just mm-hmm. like reset my system. Yeah. Um, and I came back to Destiny and I was so ready. Mm. Right, I still had the same deck. I still had the same viewpoints. I still had the same amount of experience, but taking that break, just taking, you know, take five. Yeah, just go and like get a massage, um, <laughs> a mental massage. Yeah, yeah. Go and like watch some TV. There is so much good TV at the moment. Mm. But yeah, taking taking breaks. If you have an awful week at Destiny, um, don't force yourself to like wake up the next morning and play more Destiny. Just like. Mm. Go go play some shooters. Go play some yep. Street Fighter or something. Yeah. Um. So taking breaks is really important, mm. and that that also applies like microscopically in game as well. If um you're looking at your hand and you have like an all in and a quick draw and all this stuff, um or like you're playing vehicles and you've got a whole hand of vehicles on turn one and you've just like played your C three PO, you're getting ready to ramp, and then you get hit with like a close quarters assault for four cards or mm. something take a break like take a minute to just like look at the board state remind yourself that like this happens um and just just like take a breath move on um the second thing that i would say what was it that i said before um not sugarcoating losses now some people will like they'll be like oh i lost but it was just because of this or I lost and it was just because of, it's sort of like the, the, the antithesis of the blaming the dice thing. Like, is it okay to blame dice or is Mm. it okay to not blame dice? Mm. And you know, you can blame dice sometimes for sure. It's a card and dice game. Mm. There is variance, but at sometimes like you just have to be like, Oh, I screwed up. Like I made some bad Mm. decisions. Mm. I didn't understand the win condition of the deck I was playing Mm. against. And you can't, like, walk away from that and be like, I'm going to feel great about this. Some mm. days you just have to walk home and just be like, life's not that hard. Like, allow yourself to be sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and, and that's exactly right. Like, sometimes... And sometimes you just get, like, on a super bad losing streak. And it starts to really, like, affect you and your viewpoint of the game. Um, and it might even be not a case of, like you're playing a bad deck like it could be a really good deck but it's bad against the meta at the moment and but 
you start taking it a bit personally going start taking it a bit personally going oh, i'm just not winning the game have a break start playing some other game just to cleanse your palate i guess for lack of a better term uh and so you can refresh your mind to get back into the game a couple of weeks later yeah i cannot stress the importance of having a second game enough like after three and a half or four years of playing um one primary game like all the time um having having like a few good secondary games usually games that have um like i find games that have like really short play times or or alternatively if you're like a D or a big board game player just having something where you can go oh this sunday i'm gonna go and play a big euro with my mates like a big um ticket to ride or game of thrones board game or something like just gonna have a settlers of Catan day and just mm. go and play that all day don't think about destiny and then come back refreshed mm. that's yeah it's really key and i think the i think the other thing is planning uh even if it is destiny related planning events that aren't competitive so um for example i think it's next tuesday or is it the tuesday after uh good games bondi junction you've organized a b-sides and blasters event which basically means none of the decks you can bring are competitive they've got to use sort of like a lower tier character in yeah. the lineup yeah um, we have we have this list of like characters that you have to run in your list like uh you have to run at least one character off this list and the characters on that list are curated to make like if you include them your list will be at least a little bit bad you know exactly and that kind of brings back the fun casual environment that uh destiny is probably intended to be it just happens to be that we're in a super hyper competitive environment yeah and that's we can't, great for the game like, it is it is great for the game yeah the more sort of the competitive environment is really good in a lot of ways like it creates big events it creates big prize pools and stuff like that but yeah you do have to be able to sort of take five and just play for fun or mm. play some of that like more casual like less important characters yeah um or just like yeah less played characters from the big star wars universe because there's such a big universe i mean everyone wants to play luminara don't they yeah luminara was sick she chopped <laughs> people up but, she'd be um, sick if she was a, is 10 13 <laughs> <laughs> yeah she should be um but uh, yeah my third point sort of plays into everything we just said yeah. about playing for the right reasons i once again i'm all for being really competitive and playing really competitively but at the end of the day like um even as a really competitive player who wants to win all the time every loss doesn't have to be like the worst thing in the world uh, i would love to win all of my games but if i lose to something that i think you know and obviously that's um that's subjective as well but if i lose to something that i think is a fantastic play then i try and focus on man like that was really good i'm so happy that it went off for that other mm. person yeah and like yeah i'm sad mm. i lost uh, this is annoying yeah. but like it's so good to watch other people like particularly if you've got new players or something and you just mm. get chomped it's mm. like well wow like this person's like just discovered how fantastic their deck is mm. and they've just like minced someone like yeah 
the past um, three weeks, uh, two, like, so three weeks ago, I played um, the same people for the first and last round of Bondi sort of weekly, and then Mm. I did it again this past week, and the exact same result. I won my first game, I won my middle game, and then I lost my third game, and it just felt really awful um sort of to have that like oh i like i came to play some new destiny and i just played exactly what i played two (laughs) weeks ago yeah (laughs) but you know you try and walk away from it and you try and be like well you know i'm glad that uh those decks are so consistent and that these people are like having fun exploring them as well and stuff Mm. like that yeah um one person i have to say that is super positive like every time i play them whether they win or lose and are just happy they're like super stoked for you if you win is jacob like jacob is like one of the most positive people like i ever played against because i have a tendency to get not a tendency to get salty like i take that losing is part of any game um but i tend to get a little bit salty when things are out of my control and they don't go my way but Jacob, whether he wins or loses, or he like gets bad rolls, like he's got this super amazing mindset that he is just positive and is always thinking like three or four steps ahead. Like, okay, right, I rolled bad. How do I get out of this? Rather than focusing on what the board state's showing, he focuses on what the board state's going to look in in three turns time. And yeah. um, that way, and I think because he does that, it, he doesn't let the current board state affect him or tilt him a little bit. Yeah, I think Jacob really personifies what I was saying before about, yeah. like, just be happy for the other person. Like, mm, exactly. if they roll the nuts, like, he's always like, whoa, that's such a good roll. Like, that's amazing. Like, um, yeah. try and, try and like, channel that a little yeah. bit. Like, and, and you'll find yourself, like, getting hype for the other person yeah, as yeah. well. You'll be like, oh, wow, like this game's going so well for them. Like yeah. you'll sort of forget the pain of like getting minced. Yeah. Um, but what you said about uh, sort of thinking ahead as well, like I had this game against um, Maddie a few sort of two weeks ago and it was the, the one game against Maddie I've won in the past like five weeks um, where she just like, she just got ahead early. Um, and so she's playing. That's what happens Ray. when you bake your dice. <laughs> yeah. Just, Bacon, bacon, everything, bacon cakes, bacon dice. <laughs> 180 degrees for two minutes each side. Yeah. She just, yeah, she just like got ahead early. And I like, I genuinely, I was sitting there and I was like, I have no way out of this. Yeah. Like I am getting minced. And I just sat there and I just sort of like, yeah, I just tried to channel that, channel that like calmness, that like thinking ahead. And I was like, what do I need to do to win this game? And it got to like the last hand and I had my second chance on my Cassian and stuff. And I had my like hand of five cards which I drew and I was like all right um I've drawn no removal I've got like four weapons in hand like Maddie doesn't definitely know that but my deck's milled like she could check if she wanted sort of thing um but she only had something like three health left on Ray so I just had to roll out and get um get some damage right or even just get like two discard sides and then like an all-in or something that i think i had an all-in in hand and i rolled out and then she rolled out and she just missed damage 
and I was just like, this is just what I needed to happen. Like, I just yeah. realized, like, I was like, if you just wait and just see, like, if she rolled out and she hit any damage, I would have mm. just, like, just been minced, just been done. But I just mm. sort of sat there and I was like, if I just keep my cool, don't throw in the towel, like, maybe she'll just miss. Maybe she'll just miss on, like, yeah. five dice with 50% damage sides. And yeah. she did. And yeah. I was like, oh, you know, sometimes it comes out. It, it, it happens because I do that quite regularly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. An area of experience for you. Yes, yes, I'm quite well versed in rolling out non-damage sides on five dice that have 50% damage sides. Anyway, we are at 40 minutes, so yeah, we should... even for us. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, we should probably close this up. Um, any last words for this week? Um, no, I think just to reiterate the burnout thing like there's so much practice for store champs going on um once again if anyone's listening from overseas store champs is our premier event so that's why we practice a lot um (laughs) yeah just take breaks don't sugarcoat losses allow yourself to get upset and stuff and just like play for the right reasons play for fun play for like winning you don't have to win every game yeah yeah, I just need to uh, retract to last week's episode when we were talking about the Town Hall Store Champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we were talking about the results, I completely missed uh, stating who won. <laughs> no um, way. So, yeah, we both completely forgot to... We just whiffed it. We whiffed, we whiffed on mentioning... The, uh, the winner of the Town Hall Store, cha- store Champs. Which was, so, of course, uh, Dave Michael Michaels. <laughs> which it definitely was not. <laughs> the only mill deck not to make the top four. Sorry, Dave. I oh. think Dave's just going to be like our whipping horse for this uh, for this podcast because oh, I think that's, that's about the third time we've mentioned <laughs> He Last time we said something about him, he messaged me going, oh, thanks for the shout-out, bro, even even though it wasn't in a positive <laughs> line. He's just anyway, yeah. Jacob, yeah, exactly. Jacob, obviously, Team Destiny Down Under, Team Des Friends, took out um, Town Hall Store Champs with uh, the Three Wide Mill. It was a great showing for the Destiny Down Under team because, obviously, Blake won the Perth Store Champs as well with Obi Mars. So, uh Destiny Down Under hit two out of three uh, people winning the store champs. But congrats to Jacob. Great job. Um, How he managed to pull that off with his state of mind that day, I have zero idea. But it just goes to show uh, how great a player Jacob is as well. Yeah, Super great guy. Super great player. Deserved the win. I always love playing against Jacob because I always learn something new. And he actually makes me play better yeah 100 percent. because i know that what he's thinking about i think i've played against him enough now to know what he's thinking about and how i need to outplay him yeah for sure all right that just about does it uh thanks for spending the last 40 minutes with me will no worries i'll do it again next week we'll do it again next week and everyone else thanks for listening and we will catch you on the next episode